the Stocking Spurs, the podcast that's 40 minutes of football-adjacent frivolity. My name is Acid, and here's our co-host, Patty. Hi, Patty. Hey, guys. Hey, Acid. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Did I just ask that? No, you haven't, but that's fine. I'm good. Just a really funny side story, guys. You guys know that uh, Acid and I are on very different time zones, and we were supposed to record this, my time, Singapore, at uh, 1 a.m., but I fell asleep. (laughs) And so, here we are, the beauty of time zones. So thanks, guys, for joining us this episode. Yeah, and it's going to be a super action-packed episode. So we've launched a new format. The show is now two halves, just like a football match, and we have a halftime. And our first half today is going to be a very deep dive into the team photo shoot video. So every year there's a team photo shoot, and every year there's a beautiful video about like the back behind the scenes for this photo shoot. So we're going to go second by second and react to everything that is awesome about this team photo shoot video. At halftime, Toby's going to come on board, our guest co-host, and we're going to talk about the past two Europa League games, or maybe just one of the past Europa League games, and the, the most recent Premier League game against Burnley. In the second half, super exciting, more awesome content for you guys. We're going to do like a top, I don't know, eight Spurs-inspired <laughs> Halloween costumes. Happy Halloween, guys. And if you still don't have a costume planned at 1 p.m. this <laughs> afternoon and you need to scramble something together, we have some great Spurs-inspired ideas for you. And finally, what everyone is going to be here for... I mean, guys, you all know, it's baby of the week. We know you're here for it. We're so excited to share with you this week's crazy lineup. They're, they brought it. They brought it this week. So what we do for, for new listeners, so Patty and I, every day, we, we troll all of the... <laughs> All of the Spurs players' accounts and all of the Spurs wags' accounts for really cute Spurs baby content. And every week, we give it to you! Oh, also, by the way, follow us on Twitter, at Stalking Spurs. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want to hear about. And also, because we've recently launched an Instagram, so watch (laughs) out for us there. Also, at Stalking Spurs. Alright. And there goes the whistle! <laughs> Let's get to it! If you guys want to know what video this is that we're going second by second on, <laughs> check the episode description because you will find the video there. So it's an Instagram video on the Spurs official Instagram account. And it's a, how long is this video? It's like a six minute video behind the scenes of the team photo shoot. I guess the first thing we notice is that there's less fanfare about it this year. Maybe it's because we don't have a formal wear suit sponsor anymore. Or if we do, they're just not transparent about it. Last year and for the past few years, it's been Hugo Boss. And I guess now it's it's not because they're not tagged in it. There are no like shots of suit details like there were before. I think less fanfare because, I don't know, pandemic? I don't know. I feel like are they trying to do like a, a, a calmer tone? Even obviously, which we'll get into later, you can see that there is a pandemic because they're not all seated in like two rows and said they're socially distanced while they do it. Just to like one last thought about that. It, it makes me miss the more blatantly branded Hugo Boss ones <laughs> because I felt like the production of the videos and the photos in the past has been slicker. The stills that come out of it feel magazine editorially and everyone is made to look like a model, which of course we enjoy so much and that's that's a lot of why we're there for it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that this is like super inferior this year. We still very much enjoyed it, <laughs> as you will see in the next 
15 minutes. Let's let's get right into it. They, they start off like the first couple of seconds with a teaser. And this time we see, as always, the team goading the latecomers. And well, 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 who's latecomer this year? We have Aurier and Hoibie. And Ori is carrying his shoes. And of course, everyone's just like cheering as, as, as Hoi Bay comes in. They're like, hey! And then Ori comes in and they go, hey! And it's like, yeah, guys, <laughs> these guys are late. Obviously, they knew when the timing was. I don't know where they last in the makeup chair. I don't know. But it's kind of cute that they there's this, <laughs> this teasing among them. Yeah. And it's interesting to see it again because I think last year they did the same thing. Was Tiny the late one last year? Uh, I can't I remember. So. It might have been. Yeah, I'll look yeah. it up. But yeah, I think so. And I wonder if it's just for photo shoots or it's something they always do. Like in training, the last person to come out of the dressing room to join training, they do the same. They just do the same thing. Maybe, maybe. But come on, Paramil. Come on, Serge. You guys know that there's a shoot, come on time. It's not cool to make everyone wait. Cool. So moving on, if you if you guys are following along, scrub forward to the 25th second, you'll see a glimpse of like print out some paper where they kind of plot out who stands where. So it's not like a haphazard thing where people show up and they just stand where they want. Some thought has been put into it and have, the people have placed people in specific spots. And you'll notice that, of course, Hugo and Kane are in front. It's interesting. National captains... Big yeah. stars, of course. Smack in the middle, in between them, is Gareth Bale, but a, a row behind. And yeah. so technically, he's the focal point. But you're behind, so... <laughs> yes. I don't know. Technically, you're a... not front row. Exactly. I don't know if this is a billing thing. But yeah, interesting, interesting. Yeah, it is. I, I feel like we could spend like another like surprise episode just analyzing that, a <laughs> screenshot of, of the blocking. But we will not. So now if you guys scrub to 0.55, you'll see that this is the beginning of the part of the video where we see everyone solo shoot, solo suit shoots. So they're wearing the suit and then they're all like having their individual photos taken is what I want to say. Then the first person we see is, I guess it's Tangi. And he's doing his shoot and he's posing and he, he looks like he's trying to be professional, you know, following what the director is saying. And then Sunny is like, I guess, standing nearby, just goading him. Always. <laughs> and it's nonstop. It's like an onslaught of teasing from Sunny, like as they, they shout at him to, to smile. And then he eventually cracks, Tang- Tangi eventually laughs. <laughs> But more from the solo shoot in their suit. So at 152, you'll see Sunny looking like super cute. I'm not such a fan of the hair. I feel like he could have styled it a bit better, but it's Sunny. We're, we're okay. And then we get Stevie. You know what? We don't see Stevie so often. And I, I actually really like this kid. Like he seems just wholesomely nice. Like, he seems like a guy, I mean, after watching the documentary, like, I kind of, it's good to see a bit more of him. But it was nice to see him. He, has, he had such a sheepish smile on him. Like, he wasn't like, am I supposed to be, like, acting like a model here? Because, you know, like, Sonny, he's so used to this. And he's like, yes, this is my angle. This is the shot. Yeah. The lighting needs to yeah. be here. He, he's profesh. And we've seen him, like, modeling for, I guess, Korean magazines. Exactly. And he knows how to model. Stevie, maybe take some tips from from Sunny and and get a bit more comfortable because you're a star and we want you to project that as well. Uh, And then we see another person we see so little of, Giolo Chels. He looked good, like very stoic. And I think he was trying to project like, oh, this is how a model looks. And I love it. Like, I like the effort. I like that he tried and he was like kind of like trying to imbibe and own it. Like, go Gio. Such a cutie. So wholesomely adorable. 
always nice to see him. He, he totally is. Yeah, I also appreciate that. Oh, like you can feel him trying. Maybe it's not super coming through, but you feel you effort. feel the effort. A for effort. Now, if you guys scrub with us to <laughs> minute two, 13 seconds, you get to Doherty's solo suit shoot. And he looks good. He's looking sharp. He's projecting really, really well. Which, yeah, which makes me think, oh, has he done modeling before? Or is he just one of those people who's super natural about it? He looks good. So I guess I will mentally pin this and Google later if he has done any, like, modeling work. So he looks you great. hear the photo shoot director, like, giving him instructions. And he, at some point, says, can you do that cuffs one as well? <laughs> and I just want to unpack this a bit. Because I think everybody knows what this looks like, even without looking at this video. When, when a director says, oh, do that cuffs thing. Like, it's one of those stock poses that football players tend to be directed to do. So, like, other stock poses are the classic, oh, shake your fist in celebration, like you're celebrating a goal, and then they'll get that photo. There's the pointing, like, two two fingers up to the sky, kind of, which I, I, I think of of Mora when when I imagine that, because I guess he does it. He does it a lot. There's the pointing to, like, your the club logo on your shirt. But that's usually done in, like, the, the kit. When they're in the suits, they do this, like, cuff thing, which I'm, I'm wondering where it, where it comes from. This cuff thing is so specific, and I was wondering if it's from James Bond. Because there's a... I don't know if it's just me, and I, I think it's iconic, because I, I just noticed it. But there's a... The trailer for one of the last Bond films, where, like, there's an explosion, and then Daniel Craig kind of gets up, and then adjusts his cuffs, and then keeps walking. Which is super cool. So I wonder if it comes from that. And they're like, oh my god, give us some James Bond realness, guys. Adjust your cuffs. <laughs> you know what? Maybe. I mean, there aren't a lot of easily identifiable male poses. I mean, apart from Blue Steel. And I don't know if they could pull that off. So, hey, if James Bond is what it takes, I will take it for them. More more projection from the team. Obviously, Doherty is just like model level. You know who he needs to hook up with some classes? Hoybier, I swear, this guy is just so adorable. Our new Danish boo has delivered on the pitch and he is delivering off the pitch. He's trying to project like he is, you know, getting his photo taken on class picture day. It's super cute <laughs> in a very like, I'm a little boy and I should stand up straight with my arms dead on my sides. Definitely a bit stiff, but <laughs> because he's so adorable, I think he pulls it off. I think yeah. the point here is to try to be as comfortable as possible. And obviously these are football players. Not all of them are sunny who get, you know, a tutorial photo shoot. So I get it. It's effort. It's pressure. Especially when you see the guy before you was probably Matt Doherty and he looked great with the cuff. So... Next season, you got another chance. Don't worry. I'm sure you'll get more comfortable. Yeah. I guess a lot of it is practice, right? It is. So it just, is. you know, maybe work with with a friend. and <laughs> Look at how, how models pose and try to, like, practice it at home and feel comfortable in it. Sonny and should then hold. we'll catch you at next year's team photo shoot. Yeah. Sonny should hold a workshop. <laughs> yeah, yes. And Dorothy. Dorothy the Sunny exactly. and Dorothy modeling yeah. for the team photo shoot workshop. Cool. So now, uh, scrub to 2 minutes 50 seconds. It's Joe Hart's turn. And like, it's, it's interesting to see him because we see him from the start. Like, he walks up to the spot and then before starting to pose, he like, he exhales. He kind of sighs. And, like, it makes you feel like, okay, he's done this a bazillion times, he knows what to do, and he's kind of just warming up. It's like vocal exercises before you record something. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, he looks he looks super comfortable in front of the camera. And you mentioned Blue Steel earlier, and this, funnily enough, makes an appearance. You see Bale kind of in the sidelines, coaching him and telling him to do to give Blue Steel. He don't need no coaching. He knew what he was doing, but uh, I get it. I get it. More intensity from at three minutes zero eight. We get Orie doing his solo shoot and. Orge, I mean, he. I've seen him smile, so I guess, but I guess they were trying to project this serious look, so he had a very, like, furrowed brow and just super duper, like, intense. We got, we need variety. If you get your wholesome looks from the, the hoi base of this world, then you also need the intense, like, I'm gonna death stare you with with Orie, and it's kind of nice. Yeah, he pulls it off. He pulls totally. it off. He, he does it well. Like, I, I would say more grooming on his beard, but he, that's always been his look. And I think, like, he pulls it off. So, Serge, come on time next time, but you look good. Now let's scrub to minute 3, 41 seconds. And this is where the video gets a little bit weird. This is where <laughs> the video loses its way. So for the next, what feels like, 3 minutes or something, we see Deli and Kane at a foosball table. So it's still obviously in the same area where they're having the shoot because the background looks the same. But we just spend a really long time just watching them play. I don't know. <laughs> what, it's, because it's not part of the shoot. You don't see people being like, whose photos are being taken in the background. So I'm yeah. not sure what this is for. Filler? Maybe they didn't have a lot of good shots, but that's impossible. I guess the key takeaway here is that, damn, Kane's really good at foosball. It's just good to see Dali. I mean, we don't see him as much on the pitch these days. So, you know what? If it took two minutes of him on screen doing poorly at foosball, at least we get to see him a bit. <laughs> more people that would be good to see more of. And we see a bit more of him in this video at 5.27. I tell you guys, that was a long part, Dali and Kane. We see Stevie again. And I guess, I don't know, I guess they shot this recently, but it must be pretty hot there because uh, they're now in there. The main kit they have in white and... He is hiking up his shorts like it's summertime, so I guess a bit hot. I don't know if the Netherlands is a lot colder than the UK, but I don't know if ventilation was great that day, but Stevie was not having it, and he had his shorts back up, and he's like, give me some air, or maybe he's doing the sunny where he's trying to get some sun so that it's like quell the short line. I don't know. I don't know, but let, yeah, let us know what know. you're and trying to do. Like, no one else had their shorts hiked up. It was just him. <laughs> but sure, why not? Not judging. Go for it. <laughs> So next is like, this is a blink and you'll miss it moment. If you scrub to 5.32, um, you see like Hoibier taking his place among all of the people standing. Um, and then Bale kind of leans in and picks something out of his hair, which is number one, that's sweet. Because you're, no one wants anyone to look stupid in a photo shoot. So if you see something in someone's hair, then yeah, pick it up. Number two is what was in his hair? <laughs> Bit of yarn, some fluff. Product yeah. maybe that he didn't work in properly. I don't know. I love these little moments. I think, like, obviously I don't know Bale very much apart from the legend that he is, but it's in these sweet little moments that they don't even focus on much. It was very, like, a cutaway that kind of reveals personalities of these players. And obviously that's why we're freaking spending so much time on this because all these little bits and pieces tell you a lot about them. But I guess the surprise of this all is that at 5.42, we go back to the start of the video where they did a teaser of all the late comers and lo and behold <laughs> Lamelibu, Eric Lamella Coco he's also late also carrying his shoes so I guess the first two weren't so late after all because they were all waiting on Coco to come and join the team Coco I don't know where you've been but there's a call time come on come on he's <laughs> yeah, first <laughs> yes <laughs> there is a call time and now we get to the end so if you scrub to 6 15 that's it 
I think it ends with a shot of Sissoko and Sun walking out of the training area and the door closing behind them. And that's that's it. That's a wrap for this year. Oh, and there's the whistle. It's halftime. Thanks for hanging in with us as we go minute by minute on this. As always, you'll find uh, the link to this in our episode description. And tell us, tell us on, on Twitter, on Instagram, what were your favorite parts of this crazy video because it is chock full of amazing. We'll see you guys at halftime. It's halftime, and of course, we are joined by none other than our Kumbaya master and a all-around great guy, Toby. Hey, Toby, how are you? Greetings. Very well. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Full moon tonight on a Halloween. Right? Supposedly. See what that does for the football. I, I hope it's freaking lucky because I, I think we yeah. need a bit of that. So today... We'll be discussing 2.5 games. I say 0.5 because will we really spend time on that last game we just had? Uh, we played Antwerp in the Europa League a couple days back. and Or, or did we play them? I'm not sure. I don't know. If, if we didn't win, did it even happen? I don't know. <laughs> Toby, how did you feel as we slogged through that 90 minutes 90 plus because we got stoppage and somehow i don't know did it happen not a single goal not a single goal hardly any efforts on target were they i mean it was polar opposite from where the attack's been by the end of the game i was shouting at the television like telling people to make runs behind because i think we had like three players with their back to the goal kind of playing along the offside line but nobody really moving nobody really running I don't know. I, it was really difficult to diagnose what we thought we were going to get that from that game because nothing was really happening. But I mean, my main takeaway was I was disappointed in what Mourinho said afterwards. He made some comments like, oh, you all, you guys always ask me why I'm not playing certain players. Well, now you know the answer. So maybe you won't ask me for a few weeks. And that sounds a lot like throwing your players under the bus. Totally. Admittedly, Delhi didn't have a good game. Bale didn't have a good game. Vinicius, I mean, didn't particularly do a lot either. But I don't know where that leaves Delhi now because that's throwing the gauntlet at him. It's throwing him to the wolves in terms of the journalists. How is he supposed to come back from that? And what really makes me annoyed about it is that it's fine to say that if you then make your super subs, bring on Son and Harry, and then we win. Mm. But if we don't, if you make, as a manager, five subs and we still don't get a result, that's on you. You have to shield the players. Yeah, that's that's a good point because he's framing it like it was the players' fault. The result was the same. We had zero goals in the first half, subbed out players in the half, the second half still nothing. So it's... It's not just Delhi's fault. It's not just Bale's fault. And you're going against a good side. I mean, I'm not sure where they are in the in the Belgian table, but the announcer said they haven't lost at home in 14 months. So as a manager, that tells me you would put out a good side that knows how to play together, that can go and get... I mean, and we haven't won away in Europa League or in Europe for quite a long time as well. So, so what did he succumb to journalist pressures and go out and play players he wouldn't have otherwise played because again that's a managerial decision not a not a player caliber issue so yeah i was a bit disappointed and and where that's going to leave delhi it's going to be very difficult for him to come back now that's quite bad and i I mean i've always just been waiting for the jose Mourinho shoot a drop and i guess could this be the beginning i don't know i want to stay positive but it's quite difficult to given that statement do you think we're getting cocky? I mean, going into a Europa League match 
we're sure it's not a knockout round, thank God, putting our quote-unquote team B on it, our bench, and then just expecting to, you know, win, even if we're going up against a team away that has never lost at home, like in the 14 months. Like, are we getting cocky, Toby? I mean, maybe we're slightly getting carried away with like the, the victory against Man U. I mean, that's a team which is out of sorts at the moment. And like, you know, it isn't a great team this year. So I definitely guess we don't want to get too big headed about that because we're going to come against teams in the Europa League um, and other teams in the Premier League that do have their head switched on, that do know how to win. So it's tough to say. I mean, I guess from one bad game to a okay game, we did win on our one Premier League game we had since we last recorded. 0-1 away, we won against Burnley. It was also pretty scary because we scored way near the ending. Too near. It felt very old school Spurs of us, like waiting, 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 yeah, waiting. Definitely. And leaving it leaving it late. Exactly. But we did score a pretty cool goal once again from Sonny, goal master, highest Premier League goal scorer this season so far, I think. You At least know that's it. Eight goals from Sonny this um, season so far. Eight assists from Harry so far. The power duo, like, both handsome. And from a set piece, <laughs> a double header. Christian Eriksen must be, like, shaking yeah. from, like, why wasn't I there? Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you guys feel yeah, about that? Yeah, that goal was super awesome to see. Like, it was exciting seeing it in real time because it was like, oh, finally, we have a goal. And then you you watch the replays and then it just gets better and better because you kind of see how it happens. I guess it was Lamelli's corner. Yep. And then Harry, again, seeing a few seconds in the future, just like heads it. When we first saw like the first replay, it's, I realized, oh my gosh, Harry has no eyes on Sun. He kind of just trusts that someone will be there. He runs, he heads it towards the goal and expects that someone will be on the other side to head it in. And that person on the other side, of course, is Sun, who like says later on that he also had no eyes on <laughs> Harry. So it's just like, it's this amazing trust exercise. Mm-hmm. That Telekinesis. Just, yes. Yeah. Ah, it's it was amazing. And I think, like, I keep saying that the goal gets better and better and better because, like, the fourth time I rewatched it, I realized, I noticed that moment that everyone started tweeting about after. Like, when Sun runs off to celebrate, he turns around, he looks at Harry, and he goes, did you get the assist? <laughs> and then Harry nods, and then group hug! It's so sweet. They're like, they are the cutest and most lethal duo in the Premier League. It's really amazing. Burnley players were so scarred from last year with Sonny um, running across the entire pitch. So they were like, I think like five people like on him when guys, he's just right there in front of it and his header kind of still wins the game. So I'm so sorry, not sorry to Burnley, but that was a pretty sick goal at the end. As a game, I think it shows a great contrast to how it ended up in Antwerp, I think. We played our best side. I think we gave full respect to Burnley, who are a good side at home, and they were excellent defensively. They have some players who can definitely score, like Chris Wood, so they've got some attack as well. So I think we gave them the respect that they deserve. And the first half was, I think, appropriately conservative. I don't like parking the bus for Tottenham, but I, I think going into halftime at nil-nil wasn't a bad result because it gave it, left us you know, plenty of time to, to go for the win. So yeah, I thought it was an interesting contrast to how it was approached at Antwerp. But yeah, an excellent result. I th- yeah, I really enjoyed that one. It was fun to watch. So should we acknowledge the, the elephant in the room here? So some subs happened. 
there was a first sub. So Bale was on the bench. First sub wasn't Bale. Mm. I can't even remember who it was. Second sub still wasn't Bale. Mm. It was Joe Rodan. Hey. So he wasn't he wasn't the first player subbed in. He wasn't the first Welshman subbed in. <laughs> so what is his role here? Is he like the team mascot? Is he kind of just like a big name that is useful to have on the team? I don't know. Oh, also, by the way, congrats on your debut, Rodan. <laughs> welcome, yeah. welcome. Yeah, it's uh, who knows at this point. I'm I'm really not sure. I've it's I mean some players you we you sign and you spent quite a bit of money for you come on and you you see they're just magic every time they touch the ball. It's danger and attack and that kind of thing. I don't think we've seen that from Gareth. Like maybe that's really high. Exp- Sorry, I shouldn't first name drop in there. That's a bit <laughs> Mr. Bale. Um, <laughs> But, I mean, we haven't really seen that. He missed the opportunity a couple games ago when he pulled it just to the right of the goal, and he's given the ball away in the midfield maybe a bit more than he should. So it's hard to say. I, I really don't I really, I really don't know what Mourinho has in store for him, especially with Hyun Ming and, and Harry playing the way they are. Like, he's going to have to fight his way into the side. Maybe it's like a like a talented high schooler from a small school who ends up going to university and is like oh shit there's a bunch of other really smart and you know talented people here Uh, maybe somehow he thought leaving Real Madrid he'd be able to fit right in but I don't know he's it still seems like he's got some work to do I mean no doubt he's he's probably very talented in practice and stuff and has a crazy good touch and fabulous shooting skills and that kind of thing so it's just a surprise we haven't really witnessed much of that yet in his few appearances. I mean, on one side, I I feel for him. The pressure must be pretty nuts. The fan nostalgia is there. Everyone remembers him from six, seven years ago where he was top dog. And now he's coming back into a team that already has kind of moved on in a way. But there is that, obviously, you come back for a reason and I'm sure he's trying to prove himself and you hear excuses from the coaching staff of, you know, he's getting more match ready, he's more fit, he's getting there. And I guess it's just interesting because of all the fanfare around him. You can't help it, right? You can't help but put that added pressure because sorry, like you are who you are. I hope we see results from him because otherwise that is an expensive purchase if the ROI isn't great. And I mean, I'm not trying to be Dan Levy here, but Mr. Levy, uh, maybe you should call him in the way you did Tangy and uh, have a sit down because that would be interesting. With with a player liaison officer. (laughs) I know. I don't know if there'd be a player liaison here because glorified translator, but... (laughs) Yeah, I think the the expectations are... For the general sports viewing public, I think have been way too high. And like in some of the build-up stats for one of these recent games, it's mentioning like Gareth Bale hat trick back in 2012-2013 season. I mean, that's nearly 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I, like how we continue to cite the same stats and expect the same performance, like that's that's going to be a really difficult ask. Yeah, it'll be interesting how I'm sure it will resolve itself over the f- next few weeks, and they'll start figuring it out. But it's gonna be a, it's gonna be something to watch. Oh well, let's let's cross our fingers for that one and just go back to our three zero beating of Lask, also from the uh, Europa League. Here's a purchase that was showing his worth. Vinicius doing a double assist uh, at the 18th minute to Lucas for our first goal. And then a second assist to Sonny at the 84th minute. He contributed directly 
the both yeah. uh, goals. And okay, fine. We did get a own goal in the 27th minute that Bale did kind of force. So I guess, I guess he did <laughs> help a bit there. Let's not forget. But yeah, last home. Okay, that's great. I don't know much about them, but I'll take the win. I love high scoring games and clean sheet. Yes, clean sheet. Yeah, that was exciting. And Red Gion, I think, has continued to look super exciting. I mean, he had another great game that day. Quality of his crosses and some of his defense is improving. I think he was a bit slidey. He was going to ground a lot in a couple of his first appearances. So I think he's even improved about staying on his feet and just squaring up the attack. So it's not a fair comparison, but by comparison to Bale, I think he's made an instant impact on t- on the team, which you wouldn't have expected. You're, you say, oh, you're getting two players from Real Madrid. One's Bale and one's some young guy who's going to perform like more impactfully for the team which is pretty pretty exciting so guys it's always expectation slow deliver high you know what i mean yeah set the bar low and then fucking deliver speaking of people who just (laughs) keep freaking delivering another new transfer that we have who is just a freaking ballerina on the pitch we got Pyramil Billy Elliot Hoybe doing a double pirouette. <laughs> nice. Like, what was that? This guy with a fucking band-aid on his head because he was bleeding from the eye and he couldn't wait to get back on the pitch that they had to patch him up really quickly only to freaking do two pirouettes as he freaking defended against and then like passed the ball so well to people. I think the stat is that like Kane has the most assists, Sonny has the most goals, and Hoybe has the most passes with like something bazillion like 532 or something like that. Wow. In the yeah. Entire, like I can't believe I remember the stats because it was crazy. And Surin, our friend and, and other Spurs fans, Surin sent me that uh, image and he was like, are we winning this season <laughs> for more cockiness? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but holy shit, Yaramil, what a transfer. Yeah, oh my god. I, I saw that in real time and it was like, whoa, that's super skillful and graceful. <laughs> then just seeing it in slow motion, it's like, wow, that's amazing. The coordination, the balance. Nice one. Nice one. Yeah, I love, love him so far. His his skill and his dedication, I mean, he's never giving up. You see in, late into the games, he's still charging hard, tackling hard. He's a fantastic player. Really excited to have him. I love it. I love it when people surprise us. So you know what? Gareth Bale? Maybe. Maybe he'll surprise us. Yeah. I guess just like looking forward, we seem to have uh, three more games before another break. We play Brighton at home, thank God. Uh, And then we have another Europa League match against Ludogorets. I don't know. Uh, Group stage. Another trip to Bulgaria. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Okay. And then finally, we play West Brom, uh, newly promoted in the league, away. So thoughts, predictions, feelings? It's still early days, but there's three teams who are lower down in in the league. So I think you'd have to say if we did have any ideas of possibly winning the winning the league these this would be a kind of max point situation that we really need to capitalize a great chance to catch up on Everton and Liverpool so and I, I have every every hope that uh, that we can I mean we are sixth on the table right now with 11 points our of course our last five is a win draw win draw win so I mean hey could be worse I guess yeah <laughs> yeah can we just Get three wins in a row, please. Yeah, let's get three wins in a row, guys. I, <laughs> you know, just that. Yeah. That's all I so ask. So simple. Simple request. <laughs> yeah. Three straight wins. Nine points. The defense has definitely been a, a bright point. I mean, we're giving up 
fewer goals than uh, I think we have in patches in recent seasons. So, and Ben Davis was filling in at center back against Antwerp, which which was uh, interesting. And and he was I, he did lose the ball I think for their goal, didn't he? But uh, other than that, I think he's done really well. His two hundredth appearance. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Actually, that's that's one good thing to say about that game. Mini <laughs> Blues 200th appearance. And in the, the Instagram post from Spurs official, I think the comment with the most likes is from Reguillon, which is two, two emoji faces with heart eyes, which is really sweet. Because like I think when he joined, it's like, oh my gosh, he's going to be Benny Blue's rival. Yeah. Competition, but they're they're really sweet. So, yeah. yay. Nice. We love it when they get along. Yeah, some good synergies in the defense, for sure. And, and I think Sanchez is playing really well. Yeah, so to have Toby on the bench, I guess, is, is a luxury that we have now. For him to get to rest against Antwerp and be super ready for Brighton is, is something that's, you know, a good sign. And I hope we're ready because, well, we got to be. All right. Well, it was so nice to catch up with you, Tobes. And I mean, always good to end on a high note uh, with our Kumbaya master. And I guess we'll speak to you again after these three games when we get our nine points. Well, technically six. Yeah, two, let's just... do it. All right. See you, see you <laughs> soon. Thanks. guys uh we just had our discussion with toby at halftime and now we're back to you know the other half of the game and there goes the whistle so in this half we're going to do a bit of something different we are recording this on the 31st of october which in most places in the world is considered halloween and there has been i think there is going to be halloween content from the spurs team i I saw a bit of a teaser of it this afternoon of like pranking someone in the interview but they haven't released it yet in time for us to discuss it as we record so instead we thought we'd give you guys late very very late costume ideas if you want to dress like the spurs team Again, you can check out the links in our episode description to see the posts that we're referring to when we talk about these costumes because these aren't literal costumes they've worn, but something we kind of reminded us of them through their social media. Yeah, let's kick off with the first costume idea. Is there another Spurs fan in your household or within your COVID bubble? Then you guys can go as Toby and Hoybeer. <laughs> so as we noticed in these past two games, we had two back-to-back games that involved uh, head injuries and subsequent bandages around the head. <laughs> and Hoybeer actually tweets about this. So Hoybeer was injured first, and then the next game it was Toby Alderweireld. And then Hoybeer like, tweets about it saying that, oh, he started a trend. So... If there are two Spurs fans in your household, or you have a friend in your bubble, you can both wear a Spurs kit, wrap your heads <laughs> in a bandage, and you're good to go. And like, if someone asks like which one's which, you can just say that Hoybia is the one who pirouettes around people to get to the bar to get another drink or something. Super cute. These guys are adorable. And those bandages are, I hope, not a trend they're setting because I don't want injuries, guys. It's not cool. You know, and this is a lazy ha- Halloween costume too. If you just want to be sunny, all you got to do is go get a generic shaver. I mean, of course, if you want to go true to the brand, uh, he is the brand ambassador for, for Gillette. <laughs> they are in our sponsor. We're not going to mention their name. But we do know Sunny has a lot of spawn cons. So honestly, pick any shaver would be an easy way to do Sunny. And moving on to the next Halloween costume idea. If you happen to have a dire shirt, great. Put it on, find some toilet paper, and your, <laughs> your costume's done. So check out the episode description. We link to an Instagram post from Dyer where he makes fun of himself. So don't don't feel like you're making fun of Eric by being him on Halloween because he's the first to make fun of himself. So we, we're sharing this post from a few weeks back where after the 
the Carabao Cup win over was it Chelsea? Yeah. He he like takes a photo of the toilet that he presumably used. <laughs> so that can be you. Easy, super easy costume idea. Everyone's got toilet paper. I hope so. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> in case, in case. Another easy, well, easy-ish Halloween costume is Nelly. Uh, we all know, and you've seen a bunch of his posts, this guy plays a lot of video games. And he and KWP tend to do like Twitch streams, or at least some streams of them. So all you need to do is make like a little frame with some cardboard of you playing some games, and voila! You've got Delhi, and if you've got a friend, he can be KWP, also streaming from his his version of Twitch, and it will be pretty cool if you guys just travel together because it's like a split screen, and, and you guys can share like a couple costume in a way. So Delhi plus KWP plus Twitch screen, easy easy couple costume right there. Super easy. If you are rocking solo this Halloween, this next costume idea is for you. <laughs> the only thing you need is to spend several. Several hundred grand on <laughs> head-to-toe Burberry. So inspired by Tangy's Instagram post from this past week. So he shared a photo of him, I guess, waiting around at Harrods. And you see from literal head-to-toe. <laughs> actually, I don't know what his shoes are. Maybe head-to-ankle. He's in Burberry. He's in Burberry sweats. He has a Burberry bag. He has a Burberry hat. Maybe his mask is even Burberry. We don't know. And like by his feet, there's like a Burberry... <laughs> shopping bag. I wonder what his favorite brand is. I wonder is. as well. Anyway. <laughs> so if you have all of that gear, put it on. At the same time. Someone asks who you are. I'm Tangy and Dumbbell. Obviously, Super Yan Vertonghen, no longer on the first team, but forever in our hearts. Just wear a Vertonghen kit and then put on a red cape and boom, you're Super Yan. Honestly, this is like no-brainer. If you can also look as good as him, bonus points. But, you know, we can all dream. We can all dream to be that good-looking. Speaking of people we dream of being like, costume idea number seven is a goat. So, you know, call your local costume shop. Google them. See where they are. Ask them, hey, do you guys have a goat costume? If they say yes, then you know what? Reserve it on the phone. Pick it up later. Put it on. If someone asks who you are, you have a few options. The classic one is Musa Dembele. Yeah. Old school spurs, why not? No one's gonna fight you on that, that's totally true. You can also go Kane if you want. If someone asks, hey, what are you? Oh, I'm Harry Kane. Or you can be a couple of goats and come as a group, but of course all socially distanced, so, you know, let's be responsible here. There is a lockdown yeah. in your Wear country. Wear your mask. Yeah, it's a Zoom Halloween for everyone. <laughs> but finally, I guess just, you know, throw it in there. Uh, if you check out Jose Mourinho's Instagram, he put another kind of annoying uh, post of him. After the Antwerp game, you see emo Jose sitting in the bus, looking like, uh, feeling sorry for ourselves. But in case you're yeah. feeling really... Check your name tag, it says manager. Exactly. If you're feeling really lazy, look like you are full of yourself and upset at the same time and boom <laughs> there you go jose Mourinho. don't forget your mask though he has a mask and a his glasses around his neck a puffer jacket and looking i guess desolate easy costume for you guys just sit down in the party sit down on the side and don't talk to anyone then you'll know we'll know who you are <laughs> if someone asks who you are say you're the special <laughs> <laughs> but we all know what you're here for our baby of the week. Spurs baby of the week. We know you've been waiting for this, so thanks for hanging in there. We promise we will not disappoint because the babies came out in full force this week. 
Yeah, loads and loads of cute Spurs babies this week. And our first baby comes from the Larisse household, which is like expected because they have three babies in their household and they're all super cute. But the one who made the list this week, number one, is Leandro Larisse. So it's a ah, wow, this photo is amazing. It's on Maureen Larisse's Instagram. We have the link in the episode description. And it's a cute moment where she's standing in a field and she's kind of raising Leandro up above her head. And it's just, it's super, it's cute. It's lovely. You want to print this out and frame it. I realize I say that every week. <laughs> We're going to have a full gallery moment. But it's true for this. It's almost always true. Also, actually, I realize we have one more thing to talk about. Some late-breaking cute content also on Maureen's Instagram. If you check out her stories... Um, there's a non-zero chance that we'll screen grab that and repost it on our Instagram, <laughs> at Stalking Spurs. Um, but if you look at her Instagram stories now, there's a super quick and super cute video of, I think this is Anna Rose and Leandro in a small car. It's presh. It's super, super presh. Number one, does she have a driver's license? Is this a legal driving situation? But also, is he wearing a seatbelt? So, so many questions, but also just too much cuteness. You kind of forgive it all. They are just so cute, all bundled up and looking like, I don't know where, where they're going. So I'm looking at the video now and it appears like there is no seatbelt, but Anna Rose <laughs> is kind of like hugging him. And I don't think they're going very fast anyway, so whatever. Whatever. All is good in the Lloris household. We then move on to the Sissoko household and... Uh, this came out as an Instagram story, I think, from Musa's account. Basically, it was an Instagram story, and thanks so much to the fan that reposted it. It's a picture of Lily with Dad, and they're looking over some menus at a restaurant. And Lily is just like, that face is a face that is going to give Musa so much trouble. She's already starting now, but you can tell she, she's got him wrapped around her little finger. And why wouldn't she? This child is so adorable and she is becoming a mainstay in our baby of the week because this kid knows how to bring it. Yeah, and I feel like I've said this before and I'll say it again and I'm sure I'm going to continue to say it in the future, but I super love how, like, she, she has a really expressive face. She has a lot of facial expressions and she's always photographed with her dad who has one facial expression, <laughs> <laughs> which just, it, it adds to the cuteness. Never stop. So our next stop is in the Lamella household. On Lamelli's Instagram, he he posted a photo of him and his two sons, and he's doing he's kind of doing like a three way kiss with his two sons, which is like the kiss version of like a group high five when there's a big group of you and everyone high fives. And because high fives are designed for like two hands, like no one's really high fiving, and that's kind of what's happening here. But it's sweet anyway. He's kind of just like cuddling them and attempting to kiss them both simultaneously. What is super funny about this photo is Tiago's facial expression. He looks stunned. He looks like, number one, he doesn't know what's going on. Number two, oh my god, I still don't know what's going on. He looks a bit stunned. This kid is adorable, and I, I, I can't wait to see more of him. It's, it's nice to see uh, another cute face in the Lamella household. Tobias already knows his angle, so it'll just take some time. And I'm sure Tiago will get there very soon. Speaking of girls who maybe they know their angles, but will never know because in the Kane household, we once again see the backs of Vivi and Ivy uh, as they frolic through a pumpkin patch. It is Halloween and it is fall. And of course, the lovely Kate Kane has graced us with some photos of the girls in matching outfits again. 
checking out a pumpkin patch. I wish he would show us what their Halloween costumes were. So I'm, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that we see maybe in our next episode all the Halloween content that would have been amazing for today. But, you know, we always get late breaking news after we record. That is life. Yeah, we do. <laughs> nice to see the cane girls and their backs. Yeah. Um, looking quite cute. Also, I love their, their cute outfits. Super. I feel like you can only be like a kid with a single digit age <laughs> to be able to rock prints on prints on prints on prints. On prints. Yeah. Printed boots, printed <laughs> socks, printed leggings, printed jacket. I think they would look great in some manger et sucre. Uh, I don't know if I said that mm-hmm. right. Um, so, you know what? Marine, yeah, send, call yeah. up your tita Marine Larisse. Send some swag. Hook us up with some clothes. Exactly. They'll be adorable. Yeah, just for people who might not know, Marine Larisse has a children's clothing line. <laughs> just keeping you guys updated because, like, we know this and we assume everyone does. I assume, but I'm maybe so that's sorry. not true. <laughs> Next stop, the Alderweireld household, and we have an unexpected baby from the Alderweireld household this week. Click through the Instagram link that is in our episode description. You're gonna arrive at a photo of Toby Alderweireld from 1992 in Antwerp. I guess in the days leading up to the Antwerp game, he was, maybe he was feeling like really Emo. emotional and nostalgic. So he like dug up an old photo of himself and posted it. And it's super cute. He's like, I don't know how old he is here. Is this like a three-year-old Toby Alderweireld? But the, the football he's holding looks massive. And he has these like really cute chubby little legs. But you look at his face and you can already see his face there. You look at it and you know it's Toby and it's just a little bit it's just a little bit weird to not not see the the hair <laughs> with a lot of product or the the arms full of tattoos. And and clearly cute. you see why. Our reigning champion, and this week's still baby of the week, Ayla Alderweireld gets her cuteness. I mean, if Toby was that cute, BB Toby, how can Ayla and bonus Jace Alderweireld not look this cute? As always, baby of the week, Ayla and Jace, uh, we see them photographed through Toby Alderweireld's Instagram with Toby post-Burnley match with his eye all patched up. And he captions it, mornings like this, heart, red heart. And he has both his arms around, one arm around Jace, who looks super comfortable, just chilling on his chest. Uh, And Ayla, who has wavy hair, or is this bed head? I don't know. I love it. And she looks like, why are we taking a photo? I just woke up. But Toby looks great and relaxed and just really, really like mornings like this indeed. So congratulations to the Alderweireld family for once again taking home the baby of the week. And there goes the whistle. Thanks guys. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. It's been kind of okay in terms of games, but we're, we're looking forward to even better ones next week. Asad, thanks again for joining me and thanks Toby as well. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. I hope so. Thanks Patty. We'll see you next time yeah don't forget to smash that subscribe button in case you haven't yet and follow us on instagram and on twitter at stocking spurs tell us what you think we'd love to hear from you we'll see you next time have a good one guys come Come on on, you spurs. spurs